You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. All right, great idea by Illinois and Kansas to hold an exhibition at the assembly at State Farm Center. Sorry about that. Question, Scott Ritchie. Who gets booed more, Bill Self, Hunter Dickinson? I think at this point, given you know, Bill Self did make an appearance um, a year plus ago at you know, Brad Underwood's Coaches versus Cancer event, it was well-received. Um, it's been two decades, and there are, I think, Illinois fans that still like Bill Self. Can't say that there's any that like Hunter Dickinson. I think the boos will rain down on him hard. We'll break down that exhibition. We'll talk about the Kingfisher. We'll talk about what Coach Underwood had to say when he got back from Spain in this week's podcast, Inside Illini Basketball. We'll come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Oh, good afternoon, everyone. Not good morning. Usually it's Monday morning when I get to sit in with Scott Ritchie, Ed Bond. But uh, since um, we were waiting on the NCA's ruling on Scott Ritchie's eligibility, we had to uh, push back the podcast a little today. But uh, apparently you're you're good to go. Turns out I still have all five years to work with. Excellent. That's Scott Ritchie, award-winning basketball beat writer. I'm Jim Rosso. Old Vice President of News. That's Ed Bond, the true MVP of this podcast, Inside Illini Basketball. We will uh, nonetheless talk hoops like we do every week for 30 minutes, just a little later. So hopefully uh, all, everyone's good with a little waiting, right? I mean, just, you know, probably threw off some people's schedules today, yep. but I had no choice. Yeah. With the NCAA ruling, a.k.a. going to Memorial Stadium to hear Brett Bielma say Luke Altmaier is his starting quarterback. Breaking news. Right. Not really. I mean. I like the news. that There you go talking football again. Here we are one minute into the doggone inside of line of basketball. Actually, and I actually brought it up for the first time ever. <laughs> I like Johnny Newton getting a preseason All-American first team, which Bob Osman says remarkably it's the first in program history. But then he says they haven't been doing this very long. Yeah, and I mean there have been like – all-Americans before, just after right. the season, which Johnny Newton will probably get. Good for him. Good for all those football players who who participated in our photo shoot at Memorial Stadium the other Saturday. All were just as vibrant and personable as the basketball players, I was told. Yeah, it was good. And Luke Altmaier was also one of them. This just in, uh, these are college kids who like to show off their personality. I wish more college coaches realized that and sports information departments 
who put the kibosh to so many, I guess, possible appearances and and interviews and things like that. These kids have personalities. Yeah, and I don't know, you'd think the programs would want those to come through, to shine, to put a spotlight on those players, but, you know, they pick and choose kind of what, who, I guess, who we get to talk to. All right, uh, here, a little known, I'm going to break some news right off the bat. Scott Ritchie is going to be the first participant to run against Red Grange. Uh, 77 yards? Yeah. No, no, thank you. And you're probably going to lose, <laughs> I would think. Yeah, because I refuse to do it. I, I, I forfeit. You're not going to. You have to be an Illinois student, apparently. That's true. Yeah. I am not one of those. All right, no more football. All right, Richie? And also, just, I mean, but as a disclaimer, not the actual Red Grange. In case, I mean, yeah. I, think, I think that should be right. well-known, but just it's a, someone dressed up as Red Grange. It's going to be a... Uh, uh, probably a club track athlete who has wheels. So if you're thinking of signing up your your son or daughter to race against the club athlete, better be quick, or, or just you, count on them never winning. Right, but there's like there's like Jimmy John's on the lines. It's worth something. A free year of I, yeah. What does that mean though? I think one a day. I think it's probably one a week. Okay, I base that on. Like when the new Chick-fil-A opened in Bloomington, uh, one of my friends, loyal listener, Paul, uh, was like first in line and got a year's supply of mm. Chick-fil-A. And I think that was like one meal per week. That's pretty good. I'm all for that. Uh, Richie has plenty of basketball on his mind. I asked him in the production meeting, like, what are we, it's mid-August Football's about to start. Certainly there's no hoops news. There's Ed Bond was right. There's tons of it. Well, there's always basketball news. Let's start with Kansas, Illinois. Whose idea really was that? Do you know? Because I like it. Um, I'm not sure the the origin. Um, Sounds like Ed might have some news for us. Well, I've got a theory on how it started. Okay. I have a theory that they were in talks to make it a real ball game on the 19th of December, and those talks sort of fell apart. And then this came open, and they decided, hey, let's do the exhibition. So they could play it, because they, and the, uh, the secret scrimmage was already mm-hmm. scheduled. They were already going to do a secret scrimmage. Okay. They were t- talking about December 19th, but they couldn't agree on that. Then this disaster came up, and they said, here's how we do it. And they got the waiver from the NCAA. There you go. Sounds good to me. Okay. Yeah. I'm partially... Uh, that's my theory because of what I've heard. Okay. A little surprised that there was actually the discussion of a, an actual game on the table. Because uh, Brad Underwood has, you know, I think, publicly said, oh, yeah, sure, we'll play anybody. Bring Kansas on. And, like, I'm not so certain like that would be his first choice to fill out a non-conference schedule. Great game, great idea, all for a good cause. I'm sure, I'm guessing a pretty big crowd will show up. Uh, well, to see the, it's in the, the one, it's the Sunday of the one open week in the Illinois football schedule. Mm-hmm. So I I suppose they scheduled it that way for a reason, but like, I, I'm fairly certain they'll sell this out if they played like Tuesday at night at midnight Okay, on any random week of the year. Both coaches having a yeah, while uh, 
making the point of it's a real uh, exhibition with a real purpose. They had fun with the video uh, that I understood took a while to make. Yeah, apparently, because um, Courtney Bay is like the, I don't know her exact title with only basketball, involved with social media and branding and all that, but uh, she posted that, you know, she told the coaches, they also tried to you know, keep it to like a minute just for social media purposes because who's going to, you know, pay attention longer. First take was seven minutes long. So um, Brad and Bill had some, some work to do to, to pare it down to the, the the right length. Takes me back to your first story for the News Gazette. Richie, keep it short. And then here you were still writing. Still writing. I think my first story <laughs> for the News Gazette. Uh, I think that would be the, that would have been my coverage of the Firecracker 5K. Um, okay two different stories i don't think either of them was particularly long so while you make a valid point on occasion maybe not the the very first story i remember uh when we started alana hq uh that's when i became in touch with you you were a young you were a whippersnapper at eiu i do believe yeah i'm pretty sure you offered me a job at that point and then forgot about it oh my bad (laughs) (laughs) but apparently i remembered Later on, and many many years, brought you a real road. job. Yeah. How about that? Anyway, excellent stuff. Uh, looking forward to that. That's a neat. You know, it's, uh, the only thing there's no pressure with an exhibition game, right? So it, it won't be so tense. Uh, but I kind of like tense. I like tension. I think it could still be because I mean it's Kansas, and like could be the number one team in the country um, when the season starts. I'm not sure. I'm a little torn between Kansas or Duke, uh, going out on a very sturdy limb there, obviously. But both of those teams are really good. Um, but there's also the Bill Self factor. Um, I think it's the last time Illinois played a charity exhibition game. They got beat handily by Eastern Illinois. Um, I think everyone remembers that. Brad Underwood certainly does. It was his first game as Illinois coach. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if there's pressure, but it's like, I don't know, don't get run off the court especially your home court especially when kansas now features at center someone that's never won in champagne um is not particularly liked in champagne and hunter dickinson maybe he'll play maybe he won't he's already tweeted i see uh to the uh line fans yeah there's a obviously a history there okay he's not a fan and neither are they Love the idea, though. So hopefully it makes money and uh, helps somebody out there. It will help uh, fans of both teams get an early look at their teams, right? Is it going to be on TV? It's going to be on Big Ten Network. Okay. Excellent. Everybody. And uh, certainly DWS will carry it. Ed Bond will be courtside. I just got a question about that. Okay. If we were going to broadcast it, and I answered absolutely. Emphatically, yes. How about that? Turn those... uh, Sideline mics up extra loud. I want to hear what the coaches are saying. Then have somebody ready with the dump button, too, (laughs) for live radio. All right. uh, The other bit of news over what should have been a dead week was uh, Underwood coming back from Spain and huddling with the beat writers like Mr. Richie, who got his questions in. He seemed to be happy. Yeah, I mean... he felt like they accomplished what they needed to you know, with those three games in Spain and just more in general with the trip and spending a lot of time together off the court as well. Um, 
someone had to ask, so I did, about how he, because you know, he mentioned you know, that Justin Harmon had played well, but didn't shoot it well, that uh, Dre Gibbs-Lawhorn had played well, but didn't shoot it well. So I mean, I had to ask, based off of what they did during the trip, was like, how do you evaluate shooting you know, in those games? And he said that, that uh, his take was, you know, that that's not really representative of what he thinks the team will be. Um, okay. I mean, on one hand, sure. You know, and, and he said all the things I think you expect to hear that, you know, it's a different ball that they practice with and 10 practices before they left for Spain. Um, did mention that, you know, Luke Goody didn't shoot it well and that that's not what they've seen over the, you know, the course of the last couple of years. That's, that's fair. He was smaller sample size, but last year was really the only Illinois player that shot, the ball from three very well at all. Um, mentioned that Marcus Damask didn't play at all in Spain, that he's a good shooter, and again, he is. He shot, I think, 36 37% in his first career at SIU. Um, but like 20% from three, even in an exhibition games, even in Spain in August, whatever, it's like, I don't know. This is a team that was the worst in the Big Ten, one of bottom 20, 25 in the country in three-point shooting last year has not yet shown that that's changed. So I don't know. I'd be a little concerned. I don't get paid millions of dollars to be the coach, so apparently Brad Underwood's fine with it. But other than that, he liked what the freshmen did, and you know they tried to get them minutes. You tried to get um, Quincy Garrier minutes, tried to get Justin Harmon you know, good minutes, um, Nicolo Moretti who really, it was his first run against someone, not a teammate in like eight or nine, well, at least 10 months. Cause you know, he showed up in January, then was just you know, redshirted and was just in practice. So, uh, Underwood was pretty pleased with kind of how he played uh, point guard, but like he said that like, they knew what Terrence Shannon can do, know what Coleman Hawkins can do. Like they wanted to see some of these other guys and for the most part came away pretty pleased. First day of classes uh, today, Monday, on campus. Everybody show up. Everybody's still on the roster, as far as you know? As far as I know. They didn't leave anybody behind in Spain. Or, and, uh, guys, I mentioned in last week's podcast about you know Tom Crean's guide to a mm-hmm. successful foreign trip, the minutes were pretty equal, and Brad Underwood you know, mentioned that in sort of reference to getting you know minutes for the freshmen and the newcomers and... You know, also left unsaid is they'll play them equal minutes so they don't transfer right now or start thinking about transferring because obviously the portal window is closed, but they can still maybe start making those decisions. Do you think any of these kids that play high major basketball, like at Illinois, go to class anymore? I know they take classes, but it harkens to the day of class checkers, right? You had to... <laughs> Coaches actually had somebody who would go into Follinger and make sure that T.J. Wheeler was in the first row. Yeah, but I mean, now they're—I'm taking—they're all remote. I mean, that's what's different now is that there are online classes, and obviously for you know that pandemic season, everything was remote. Um, and there's just been more of that. But there, there's a mix now of in-person and online classes. Um, some are like, you look at like the guys that already have a degree, like a lot of maybe their graduate stuff is remote, less time in the classroom. But 
No, there's still, you know, actually going to class and sitting in a desk and and being there. It's part of it. Not, I mean, it's, but again, I mean, I don't, I didn't take a single online class at Eastern, and I'm not even sure that many were available. But that's just a different. Things are different now. All six years, no online classes for Scott Ritchie. All three and a half years, graduated early with honors. So, we can just shut down that narrative right now. Uh, kids started uh, frolicking last week on campus as the basketball team was returning uh, to town. Uh, I saw a couple pictures in my news gazette of a costumed student, orange and blue, <laughs> kind of a makeshift uh, costume. It looks like that that they were calling the Kingfisher. Yeah, look at Ed Bond. Ed Bond shaking his head. I saw obviously. those pictures myself. Um, he, now, here's what I hear. was not on campus to visit with the bird. But the, the kids kind of dig it. The college kids. Okay. Don't get Ed started. Don't get, don't get the alum started. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Current college students are not the ones that are giving money to the university or to the athletic department. Oh, yes, they are. Well. <laughs> Every semester. Okay. Like, but that's for their bloated amount of money for tuition and fees and all that. Uh, I'm thinking more of the, you know, the donations that helped pay for yeah. Ubbin or um, things of that nature. Those people, I think, have a, a real negative feeling when they see the Kingfisher. I'm not one of those people who's like, bring back the chief, because, again, don't care. But... If you're going to go with the mascot, they had a perfectly acceptable solution a few years ago. It was, you know, funny, punny, in fact. Alma Otter. Like, I ride for the Otter. Kingfisher, whatever. I mean, I I have seen a Kingfisher in Urbana, Meadow, Brook Park. They exist. They're here. They're native. But, like, I don't know. It's a bird. Uh, Alma Otter mascot in a basketball jersey and shorts, like, killed me. I love you it. talk about Red Grange that wouldn't play well with the basketball, and this is a basketball school, no offense, right? It's not a football school. Not yet. I think Brett Bielma's trying to change that narrative. Interesting uh, stuff coming in your Friday News Gazette. Uh, Bielema's, uh, I guess, bonuses tied to attendance. How about that? Makes sense. There's, there's a reason he's out saying please buy tickets yeah i know i it all makes sense now the hundreds of emails i've gotten over the last six mm-hmm. months about tickets and also like how is he kind of is he gaming the system by like he and his wife jen like purchased mm, a lot of tickets <laughs> uh which i mean which they're going to donate free of charge to mm-hmm. Illinois fans that maybe couldn't get them you know in the first place but you're trying to, you know, offset your ticket cost by pushing that number up and getting the bonus. I don't know about that. Interesting stuff. Jeff D'Alessio, our editor, has been diving into. He FOIA'd. He he requested all the contracts of, from public universities of all the Power Five men's basketball and football coaches. It's great stuff. Uh, hopefully, you've had to take a look at what he's had so far. He'll some strange things in those contracts, isn't it? it? You know, guaranteed for coaches or bonuses tied to this and that i think the most recent one was the utah football coach kyle whittingham that his children could 
attend Utah at like 50% cost. His grandchildren, as long as he's alive, can send Utah free of charge. Mm. Like, like how, who comes up with that? Smart lawyers. And like, how many grandkids does he have, like, within, like, college age in the next year or two? It's weird. I just got a letter from uh, from Eureka, an attorney in Eureka saying if if our subscription base, our print subscription base returns to more than 30000 that that uh, one Scott Ritchie gets a little cut. You know, it's funny you mention that. Um, I have a friend who thinks that's how things should operate anyway. Another loyal listener, now, finally, um, Kyle. But he thinks, you know, if I'm driving interest with Illinois basketball, that, I don't know, there should be a little uh, little payola involved. Uh, there is a, a, a bush light delivery scheduled for later this week. Uh, so your friends should all be happy that we're rewarding Scott Ritchie with the thing that he treasures most. Now, cheap canned beer. Which... Obviously, if you're going to choose one, you choose Bush Light. But I've heard that a lot. I think I've had like one such delivery in nine plus years. I'll have number two coming up. How about that? Okay. Good stuff. Uh, so no Kingfisher. You don't, uh, well, you don't I, see I mean, him running in the uh, State Farm Center. I, no. Guessing. And this was brought up on one of our Monday night shows. A caller called in to remind everyone that. Like back in the eighties, they tried to like had some bird of some yeah, sort. It yes. was like a play off of the San Diego chicken mm-hmm. hatched. Yeah, and like it lasted a single game. I'm pretty sure, and no one was particularly thrilled with it. So maybe all these years later, that would be different. But I I do not anticipate seeing the Kingfisher at an Illinois basketball game, unless it's one of those situations like post Chief where the Chief showed up still and just stood in the like concourse level but i think if the kingfisher did that like i'm a little concerned like physical violence will be met upon this poor kid wearing the bird costume just i just i just have this feeling like it, it could turn out really bad good luck to all the students uh, this year and be sure to check out if you haven't already uh, luke taylor our new b- college campus beat writer on the news side three times a week does uh Illini Insider, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Check it out online only, 7 a.m., kind of like your Good Morning. Another rival to your Good Morning Illini Nation. Now that makes two rivals. I mean, can they be rivalries when it's awfully one-sided? Wow. Here's one that he has an advantage on you. He's On Fridays, he's picking out a bartender of the week. All right. That, and I, that, I even provided a, a potential bartender. Is that right? Yeah, I, well, I told you, and then you told Luke. Excellent. Former Illinois volleyball player Riley Hinton. Perfect. Champaign Central grad. That's excellent. Hopefully we'll read about her in the coming days. All right, back to basketball. You kind of hinted at uh, who you're going to vote for number one already, which means you're thinking about your AP Top 25. I like that. Yeah, well, I mean, I've been thinking about it since the Monday night of the national championship game because I have to put the top ten in the next day's paper, and then I think I've been pressured into you know uh, another too early top twenty-five at some point during the summer. So yeah, I just and you know I'm always thinking about college basketball. Illinois still I think on the fringe, outside looking in. Yeah, I think you're wrong on that one. I think they'll get votes. Okay, but 
I don't know. It this year's team feels just there's I don't know, a lot of vibes I'm getting of like last year's team. Maybe not from a I'm not sure these guys like each other standpoint because I think they do, but more just from a basket purely basketball sense. Like I think it's going to look kind of similar. And I mean, obviously last year twenty one since you had tournament appearance, but it wasn't the season I think the fans wanted. All right, I saw uh, media days are in Minnesota again. They finally made that official, did they? Um, I don't know if it's official, but I'm pretty sure it is because the tournament is will yeah, be there. I saw like, that. The women's tournament was there last year. Men's right. will be there this year. Um, I mean, great city, but like very few people showed up last year, uh, especially it's national. Well, I, don't, I don't even know why they have media day anymore. Got to tell you, everybody's got their own PR department now, more so than ever. Zoom it. It's all for TV, Scott Ritchie. That's why. I'm answering my own questions. I'll say, yeah. And as we found out, um, Big Ten has ceded control to mm-hmm. Fox, particularly Fox, um, and now CBS and NBC. All right, get me to Labor Day. What What's going to capture my attention on the basketball front? By Labor Day? Yeah, just I'm, I'm, I'm trying to beat the heat blues here all right i need some basketball it is miserable um i mean there's not a ton happening like players obviously are back because class has started but they'll get a little time to get into that rhythm before they get back into like organized workouts again for the next month ish until late september it's just eight hours a week um practices will start in earnest sort of the end of september um but not sure if I'll learn anything new tomorrow, but uh, the CU Kiwanis Club is hosting its now preseason mm. tip-off event, what used to be the postseason banquet. Um, so I'll be there and hear from Brad Underwood. I think Josh Whitman is supposed to speak. Not sure what will be different from like three days ago talking with Brad, but you never know. And we'll kind of the team will be introduced. Um, it's it was the answer to the we're not going to do the postseason banquet anymore because the transfer portal and we're not sure like who's actually going to be here or be on the team. Refresh my sagging memory. They don't give MVPs and Ralph Woods winners anymore. I haven't in several years. Because hmm. um, like COVID obviously killed the banquet that in 2020 because killed the end of the season in the NCAA tournament. Um, and then, again, the same, next year was the same deal. COVID was still kind of raging. Um, then they just decided, you know, we're probably going to have a bunch of guys leave the team because that's what's happened the last couple off seasons, and didn't want to, I don't know, have a celebration in the midst of all that and also trying to fill those roster spots. But, yeah, no, like, award winners yeah. since, I guess, 2019. Last I checked, there's still room if you want to uh, support a, another good cause. The Kiwanis folks here in Champaign-Urbana always doing good things for the community, helping our little leaguers. Um, you can buy tickets at the door, right, and uh, get a good meal, get the inside scoop from the coach, get to high-five all the players. Yeah, I believe uh, it starts at 5 p.m. at the I-Hotel Conference Center. Which looks a lot different today than it did only a few years ago. There's a lot of there's even more construction going on. Well, uh, they are right next to it, though. Yeah, there's a large building, foundation building coming into shape. 
good stuff there. Uh, any surprises at that banquet? No, uh, that's a fun day. Yeah, I mean, I guess if there are surprises, that will be the surprise because, I mean, the roster is the roster, and the trip to Spain was only a, a week and a half ago or so, or a week ago. So there's not, I don't I wouldn't expect much new, but, you know, that's why I'll be there because you never know. All right, Scott Ritchie, uh, I'm glad you stuck around, uh, returned from your football press conference. You'll be uh, hot and heavy with that. They kind of shut things down a little bit on the football front uh, as we creep toward the opener. Not as much availability. Well, this week is not training camp per se. That's sort of the transition week um, since they don't actually have the week zero game for the first time in Bielma's tenure. But still get you know talk to some assistant coaches and – the players will talk to Luke Altmeyer tomorrow, new QB1 for Illinois. So, yeah, we'll have some of that. And then next week's like game week, so back to sort of the normal schedule. All right. Io's coming into town, I see. Sign autographs. Uh, I think, what, first week of September, September 9th, maybe. I'm sure that'll be a hit. Okay. He's charging. Good dime to do that, I guess. That's what you do when you make the NBA. He's pretty famous when it comes to Illinois basketball. Who would be your MVP, by the way, if this banquet tomorrow, if they said, hey, Richie, we need an MVP from last season? Uh, it's Terry Shannon. Okay. I don't think there's much no doubt competition there. for that one, no. Okay. All right. Hey, Scotty, uh, every morning, 6 a.m., IlliniHQ.com. Tag along there. The basketball coverage, as only we do. There's no other newspaper in the business, maybe no other media outlet in the business that uh, has it every day 365 way to go scott ritchie yeah thanks like, we're gonna end on a high note here now i'm gonna go buy you some beer all right see you guys next monday